Broadcasting from down on the bayou, it's the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. A proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com. And now your hosts, Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 51 of the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. We are broadcasting live from... The Collar and Elbow Studios. And speaking of Collar and Elbow, you can check out our product of the week. And with it being Veterans Day, Patrick, well, let's go ahead and stop right now. We want to give a shout out to all the veterans out there. Man, thank you so much for your service, your courage, your your sense of duty, your love of country and your countrymen. Man, we just want to say right now that we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for your service. And especially those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice. Um, you guys are loved, and the AMP crew wants to give a big shout-out and say thank you. Yeah, absolutely. We uh, Things like this we can't do without you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of things we can't do uh, without you know our uh, armed forces, whether it be uh, the Marines, the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, uh, you know, anything, anybody I'm missing. I know they have the uh, – uh, National Guard, uh, yeah. just all, all, all sorts of the branches of the military. Uh, we thank everybody uh, who's, you know, who's done it before, who's doing it now, and for those who uh, will be uh, doing it, or at least those who are you know, going, might be in training or whatever the case is. I don't know much about it, but uh, certainly I've had family that's been in the military. I'm sure everybody's got some family mm-hmm. that has been in the military. So we're just you know, thankful for you guys that we get to live this wonderful free life and do things like this and enjoy pro wrestling and sit here and talk about it uh, every week. Right. My wife's niece is training right now in Missouri for the U.S. Army. Shout out to hey. Bailey Bergeron. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so with it being Veterans Day, today's Collar and Airbow shirt is the Sarge shirt. Black camo. Collar and elbow. It is beautiful. You can check it out at thegorillaposition.com. Just check out our episode there. Or you can go to collarandelbowbrand.com, but make sure when you go to checkout, and they're having a big sale still, Patrick. This uh, this shirt is regularly $24.99. It's only $19.79 right now. But you can get 10% off that sale. So you're saving even more money at checkout when you put the promo code THEAVERAGEMARKS. Again, check it out, thegorillaposition.com or collarandelbowbrand.com. All right, for uh, today's episode, the uh, 51st episode of The Average Marks for November 11th, 2018. Uh, a little bit of an update on Roman Reigns, of course. Um, you know, he announced a few weeks ago that he's now uh, battling leukemia again, and he is taking uh, an indefinite leave from WWE to uh, handle that and uh, says he will be back. So we'll kind of give you a little bit of an update as to uh, what's going on with Roman Reigns. World Tag League in New Japan, uh, they announced their teams, also have the schedule as well, so we'll talk about the teams and uh, maybe what to expect there. Also, uh, Survivor Series preview, that card starting to take more and more shape as we're now just uh, a week away from it, so our next show is going to be our Survivor Series uh, scorecard show, so we'll give you a little bit of a preview of Survivor Series. Also, PWI came out with a Women's 100 list, we'll mm-hmm. talk about that as well, uh, and then a new... Uh, picture of Big Cass <laughs> has surfaced, and there's been a lot of talk about the way boy, he's looking oh these days, and we'll talk about that. And then a new segment here that um, Mike Yeo wants to implement, it's called What's the Big Secret? And apparently you yeah. have something yeah. uh, that yeah, I am yeah. unaware of. No, no, no. You're aware of I'm it. I'm aware of it, but I don't I don't know where you're going to go with yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want to tell you. I just want to drop the bomb on you and get okay. your first reaction. Yeah, okay. So he's going to drop some bombshell on me. Boom! And, 
give my initial reaction. And then we have rumor mill. Uh, so a lot of talk about Braun Strowman and what mm-hmm. uh, his, you know, his backstage, uh, just backstage. Antics. You know, I guess antics, but uh, there, there's a little bit to talk about there. And then also some rumor mill involving Alexa Bliss, and also. Uh, maybe uh, where could this Seth and Dean feud be going? Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that as well, all on The Average Marks, episode number 51 for November 11th, 2018. That's right. The central hub to find out everything Average Marks is averagemarks.com. You can download the first uh, 25 there. That's our first 25 episodes that are not on the platform we're at now. You can download them for free at our website, averagemarks.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Average Marks if you're listening to us on any platform but especially iTunes. If you're listening, please subscribe, leave us a comment, and then leave us a rating after every single episode that you listen to. That's going to get us stuck in that algorithm and uh, get us, you know, shot in other people's feed that are wrestling fans. But I want to turn your attention real quick to the support page. The holidays are coming up. A real easy way to support the average marks without paying anything extra out of your pocketbook is going to the support the show page because we have some amazing sponsors like amazon.com if you go and you click this and you shop on amazon no matter what you're buying for little timmy or a little little i don't know uh susie amazon will donate a percentage of that sale to us with no added cost to you also if you're looking for some gifts for your wrestling fan uh, uh friend or family member Highspots.com is a sponsor. So collectibles, merch, DVDs, books, whatever. Tons of wrestling merchandise at Highspots.com. Click our link right here. Whenever you get anything on that website with our link, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. They donate a little percentage of that sale back to the average marks. So support the show at AverageMarks.com. Great way to support the show during the holiday season with no added cost to you. All right, so let's dive into our first topic. Uh, like I said, have a little bit of an update on Roman Reigns. Of course, uh, if you've been under a uh, wrestling rock for the past month, Roman Reigns came out and announced that he was uh, battling leukemia for the second time in his life. Of course, the first time he was able to get it under control, get it into remission very quickly. But this time it is back, unfortunately, and uh, he's now taking a, a leave of absence. And let's see here. Per report from Dave Meltzer, so as you say, take that with a grain of salt, of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Reigns just recently began treatment for his leukemia diagnosis. Speculation about his return has begun to arise as Reigns is currently advertised to appear at the ACE, or maybe ACE Comic Con in Phoenix, Arizona from January 11th to the 13th. However... Meltzer reports that any discussions regarding Reigns' WWE return time frame are, quote, a, a long way off. And, of course, we wish uh, Reigns the best mm-hmm. and a speedy recovery. So, you know, like I said, this is one of those things that, that there's no timetable here. There is no – you just – Roman's got to go do what he's got to do. It may take six months. It may take two years. It may take five years. I mean, we don't know. So right now, obviously – and I expected this. I – I say at minimum he'd been he's he's done he's gone for a year. We're not going to see him. I think the earliest we see him is at WrestleMania 36 mm-hmm. uh, is the earliest we would see Roman Reigns. Unfortunately, and maybe you know as 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 much of a 
you know, I'm trying to think of, I guess, a warrior, as tough of a guy as Roman Reigns is. Wouldn't be surprised to see him back a little bit earlier, but I don't care who you are. You know, leukemia is something that, you know, it, it takes a toll on any man, no matter how tough you are, uh, how strong you are, how wh- whatever the case is, it takes a toll on you. And not only that, but, you know, he may knock this into remission in six months. It's going to take him a few months to kind of get his his strength back and because that's the thing it takes all that away from you it's going to take a lot of your you know his ability in the ring and unfortunately that leukemia in the in treating is going to take a lot away from him so he it's not like okay you know on a monday he he gets remission on tuesday he's gonna be back in the ring no that's not gonna be the case at all he'll probably have to get back into some sort of shape it might take him a few months even after he goes back into remission to get back into the ring at least so uh, like you said, certainly we wish him a speedy recovery. Hope to see him back real soon. And uh, but it's it's not going to be as as simple as him putting it into remission one day and then him being back in the ring the next day. So obviously his return is a long way off. Yeah, you know, there's got to be a lot of mental fatigue with that as well because every second of every day you're fighting for your life, mm-hmm. and you know, okay, I mean, this could well, do he, me in. Well, he's he's you know I don't think that's going to be a big of a problem because he's been through this before he, mm-hmm. he knows what it's going to take um, and you know do the same thing he did last time not saying it's going to work you know because it, it's leukemia is it's it's it has a mind of its own it's going to do whatever it wants and unfortunately you know get all the treatment you want but you know the treatment could knock it out but it, it, also there's a chance the treatment couldn't knock it out so you know, like I say we just hope that he gets you know the treatment he needs, which now it's it's in his favor because when he had it years ago, he wasn't making the money he is now. Mm-hmm. So now he has more money. Uh, obviously, I think the research for for leukemia is probably better than it was eight years ago. So a lot of things are working in Roman's favor. But like I said, you know, no matter how it, it may take a little longer, it may not take as long. Who knows? Because I don't, I'm not even sure how long it took him last time to to knock it out. There really hasn't been no specifics on that. So. Like I said, I expect him back at the earliest. I, I would put my money on WrestleMania 36 at the earliest. Uh, we'll see Roman Reigns back. So, mm-hmm. but like I said, he's uh, he's beat it before. He he knows what to do uh, he, menta- men- mentally. He you know I think he's in a better place mentally probably than he was eight years ago because he was talking yeah. about you know he had he didn't have a job. He had a family. Like he had no money. Now he's got the money. You know he's got you know he knows he's got a job when, whenever he comes back. So. Um, certainly mentally, I think he's 10 times better mentally this go-around than he was the yeah, last go-around. So. Most definitely. All right, so that's just a little quick uh, update there on uh, Roman Reigns. So like I said, of course, as always, we wish him a speedy recovery and hope to see him back in a uh, a wrestling ring sooner than later. Let's move on now uh, across the pond, or at least across the world, to New Japan uh, as World Tag League is coming up next weekend. They start start on the 17th, which is next Saturday, so six days from now. And they did announce the teams for uh, for World Tag League. I'm going to go over them here real quick. Um, Togi Maccabee and Toa Hanari is a team. Uh, let's see if I can make sure I don't butcher these. Hiroyoshi Tenzin and Satoshi Kojima. Uh, I'm just going to do last names here. Uh, Nagata and Naka Nishi. Uh, Yoshida and Umino. Juice Robinson and David Finley, I can say those. Michael Elgin and Jeff Cobb, that's a, that's going to be a team to, to reckon. That's like a run into a brick wall right there with those two guys. That's a combined weight of probably about 700 pounds. Mm. 
Uh, Tomohiro Ishii and Toru Yano is a team. That's going to be an interesting team to watch, no matter who they face. Uh, best friends, Beretta and Chucky e. T, are a team. Hangman Page and Takahashi, Yuhiro Takahashi. Tama Tonga and Tongaloa, one of the favorites, uh, mm-hmm. some people would say. Minoru Suzuki and Takashi uh, Aizuka. Lance Archer and Davy Boy Smith Jr. Zack Sabre Jr. and Taichi and Evil and Sonata, another another one of those favorites. So uh, those are just the teams there. Uh, they will start on November the seventeenth. Uh, first night's matchup. I'm just going to go over the first night, first two nights because uh, we won't broadcast uh, the podcast between now and then. Uh, I'm just going to go over the the tournament matches. David Finley and Juice Robinson will take on Umido and Yoshida. Uh, Kojima and Tenzin will take on Nakanishi and Nagata. Uh, Chucky T and Beretta will take on Takahashi and Hangman Page. That should be a pretty good match. Toa Hanari and Togi Makabe will take on Tongaloa and Tama Tonga. And that's the first night. So those five, oh no, those four tournament matches will be taking place on night one on the 17th of November. Then on the 18th of November, the second night, these are the uh, World Tag League matches. Uh, Izuka and Suzuki versus Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer. Ooh, excuse me, Toriyano and Tomohiro Ishii taking on Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. Can't wait to see Taichi's wife. Yeah. Jeff Cobb and Michael Elgin taking on Evil and Sonata. That's gonna be a that is gonna be a pretty good match right there. Jeff Cobb and Michael Elgin and Sonata and Evil. That's a big matchup there because I feel like Jeff Cobb and Michael Elgin could be one of the dark horses. In this tournament, that's just my opinion, and um, it'll be a big time match. That's the second night, uh, November the eighteenth, mm-hmm. uh, and of course, all those can be seen on New Japan World, which I'll try and watch. Uh, I was able to keep up with the Junior World Tag League. Which, speaking of, I don't even know if we uh, announced a winner for that. So let me quickly. What is, Jack, what is Zach Saber Junior doing in the heavyweights? He's a he's a big dude. I mean, he's not like a big dude, but he's like real tall, and mm-hmm. I think he like is just over. The let me see if I can look up uh, his weight here, real quick, or see what he's billed as at least. Um, build weight, one hundred eighty-seven pounds. Okay, he's not a heavyweight, <laughs> but neither are the young bucks, and they're in the heavyweight tag division. Yeah. So, and Zack Saber Jr. is probably the best submissionist in in all of New Japan right now. So uh, he can he, he can wrestle with the big boys, in in my opinion. But going back to Junior World Tag League, let me see Junior World Tag League. I gotta look it up here. I just want to get a, see if I can. I can't even remember who won because I didn't even get a chance to really watch it. Uh, Super Junior Tag Tournament. That's what it's called. So let's see, 2018 here. Oh, Rapongi 3K won it. Show and Yo, Rapongi hmm. 3K won. They defeated Kanamaru and Desperado at the uh, at Power Struggle. So nice. uh, Show and Yo uh, are the the uh, champs here. I think they've won it. They also won in 2017. Um, let's see. Are they also? Let me see here, real quick. Let me see what this is. Weren't the Golden Lovers in that uh, tournament? No, Golden Lovers are not. In, and we were surprised too because the Bucks were not in it, and we talked about it. But there apparently there's some scheduling conflicts. Yeah. Otherwise, the Bucks would have been in it. But yeah, Rapongi 3K won the Junior Tag League. Young Bucks won the Junior Tag Tournament back in 2013 as well. But uh, second time that Rapongi 3K has won it, second year in a row. They won in 2017, now again in 2018. So congratulations mm, to nice. Rapongi 3K. But uh, the World Tag League, the heavyweights, they start on Saturday. I'm looking forward to that Jeff Cobb, Michael Elgin, and Evil and Sonata matchup. Man, that's going to be... Uh, Cobb and Elgin, that... Uh, if I'd call them... 
a uh, a tag team, they'd be Team Gaines because they're, <laughs> they're freaking. That's two big boys right there moving around. Team Swole. in that uh, in that ring right there. So that's what's going on with New Japan World Tag League starting up here on November the seventeenth. Well, I tell you what, they um, KES was on fire for a while, uh huh, and it seems like New Japan has just totally lost interest in doing anything promotion wise or. Or just pushing Killer Elite Squad. Are we not on uh, YouTube today? Uh, YouTube Live today? No, we're not. No, uh, because uh, I guess uh, I don't know if it's Marcus or somebody in my uh, Discord. Uh, <laughs> Mixed Breed three three seven. Yeah, we we we're, we're having some some uh, webcam issues. So I'm just mm-hmm. gonna tell them because he, he put it because whoever it was. I don't know if that's Marcus or somebody. I guess it might be Marcus because he's the only one that ever comes on YouTube on a consistent basis. Yeah. Then he asked me in my on my Discord server, no podcast today on YouTube? And I'm saying so, no. So uh, John Okana is our engineer. Yeah. Uh, didn't I hear John say the other day there's nothing he can do about it? Uh, I guess not, no. Uh, yeah, it sucks. I just told well, him we, once, we have webcam issues at the, at the station. Yeah, I mean, once, look, we want to do it on Facebook Live. Yeah. You know, we've been doing it on YouTube, which is a great platform. There's a lot of users on YouTube, but yeah. we only have 18 YouTube subscribers. We got like 332 subscribers or followers on Facebook. So we think yeah. that Facebook Live would be a better platform. Yeah, and then we can transfer audience. it to YouTube. So once yeah. we finish, because we've got to flip flop studios, we got more studios that we. Yeah. Do a few things in. Once we flip flop back to our main studio, I'll be able to hook uh, the camera up there in the corner. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to do it. Yeah, awesome. So, okay, let's move on now to uh, Survivor Series coming yes. up a uh, week from today. We'll have our Survivor Series preview show maybe sometime this week, I'm guessing. Did you reach out to. I saw you reached out to Cruz and Brink. Yeah. See what they can do. Yeah. Cruz is pretty much busy, but. Yeah, he's locked up at that schooling. We might be able to do it. On Saturday. Saturday? Uh, Brink or, also said he was good on Thursday. Oh, Brink said he was good on Thursday? Yeah. All right. Well, we may... Well, we'll, we'll work it out. We'll just stay tuned to our, our social media, and we'll let you know yeah. when we're going to be... Uh, He's off, so we could like do it during the day or something. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll be here at work, yeah. so we'll figure something out. Yeah. But speaking of Survivor Series, of course, it is uh, the annual thing now where they do you know raw versus smackdown so it's usually champions versus champions and then of course they have the traditional five on five uh tag tag matches or elimination matches so here's the match card so far for uh survivor series uh ronda rousey will be taking on becky lynch and champion versus champion that's gonna be a that's gonna be a hell of a match, I think. Yeah, because Becky just went 28 minutes with Charlotte. Ronda's starting to wrestle more, uh, longer matches. Uh, she wrestled, I think, her match was about 14, 12, 13, 14 minutes with Nikki Bella at Evolution. So Ronda and Becky, I think that that'll be a pretty good match. Yeah, another good, another match that has a chance to be a phenomenal match is Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I don't think we've ever seen that match before. Mm-mm. So we're gonna be getting that. And that's the beautiful thing about this. Those first two matches are two matches we've never seen before, so right. we're going to get two fresh matches. Uh, unfortunately, this is a match we've seen before, and we're going to have to see it again. Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles. Yep. Champion versus champion, although that match last year was really, really good. 
Uh, Team Raw will be taking on Team SmackDown, and it looks like it's going to be Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, and Braun Strowman so far on Team Raw, taking on Team SmackDown, which will consist of The Miz, Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, Rey Mysterio, and Samoa Joe. That's a, that's a good team. It's a good little team there. And uh, Team Raw is going to be with Baron Corbin, so uh, it doesn't look like he's going to be a member of the team. He's just going to be kind of in their corner. Uh, team Raw. Nobody announced for Team Raw, but it says with Alexa Bliss. So Alexa Bliss will be in the corner of Team Raw. This is the women's five-on-five match. Uh, Team SmackDown will feature Carmella, Naomi, Sonya Deville, Asuka, and uh, one more to be uh, announced. Uh, Wouldn't be surprised if they put in maybe uh, Mandy Rose because they have Sonya in there. Oh, how you know? Another... uh, this is for uh, champions versus champions. AOP, new Raw tag team champions. Yeah, baby. Uh, taking on the bar, Sheamus and Cesaro. That's gonna be a that could be a physical match mm-hmm. right there. Those those two teams, and then another team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Five on five Survivor Series tag team elimination match. Uh, team SmackDown has Jimmy and Jay Uso, as well as uh, Biggie, Kofi Kingston, and or Xavier Woods. So I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I love how they always put that up in. Up in limbo. Well, why not just have Jimmy J. Uso, Biggie, Kofi, and Xavier? It's five people. I don't yeah. Know. So uh, maybe one of the one of the New Day members uh, is probably going to sit out. So yeah. we'll, we don't know. And then there's nobody announced for Team Raw in that match yet. And also, I think announced earlier today or yesterday, the Cruiserweight title will be on the line. Buddy Murphy taking on Mustafa Ali. Yeah, your boy gets a shot. Yes. And, dude, I'm telling you, those um, – I think they they pretty much put on the best match in the history of 205 Live, those two guys. So they're going to put on a, a, an awesome show. It'll probably be on the pre-show, unfortunately. Uh, these two guys deserve the main show, but they'll uh, they'll tear the house down, in my opinion, yeah. on, on the pre-show. So that's what to look forward to next week. Of course, we're going to have our Survivor Series preview show where I'll put my PW Scorecard title and I'm putting my NXT title on the line as well. So I'm putting both my belts on the line because there is NXT TakeOver, which, speaking of, I'll go over that match card here really quickly. That one's been finalized. Tommaso Ciampa and Velveteen Dream for the NXT Championship. Mm -hmm. Aleister Black versus Johnny Gargano. Uh, The Undisputed Era versus Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and the War Raiders. Mm. Uh, Shayna Baszler and Kari Sane. And I'm pretty sure there's another... Bobby Fish is back? Yeah, Bobby Fish is back from okay. injury. And also, uh, I thought I saw that Matt Riddle was supposed to take on Cassius Ono, but oh, that'd be a good one. that one has been taken off now. So, Come on, Riggle! I don't know. It, well, I'm on the Wikipedia page, so I don't know. I hope, I hope they do something with Matt Riddle. He's He looked really good in his debut yeah. match. Uah, uh, I was hoping maybe they give him somebody better than Cassius Ono, but then Cassius Ono. What are you Ono's talking like about? A, somebody better than Cassius Ono? That well, dude's awesome. He's awesome, but like he's just—he's kind of. You're not a fan. It's not that I'm not a fan. No, I can see it in your eyes. Uh, but I get—I guess it's a good matchup for Matt Riddle. His first takeover, I guess it's a good one because he's, he's a vet, and uh, but he's one of those guys. I don't think I think he's hit a ceiling uh, as far as in, in NXT because Cassius is crazy athletic for mm-hmm. a big dude. Oh yeah. So not only can he impose his bigness on Matt Riddle, but he can also go move for move with Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. So when they give Matt Riddle the win, it'd be more impressive. Yeah, but right now, it's not even listed as a match. Ah, that's so. messed up. That'd have, been, that'd have been a great match. So I don't know what they're going to do with that, uh, but obviously something will, will probably transpire on NXT. I, w- I wonder if Cassius Ono got hurt when he went to Evolve, kind of like what happened with... Uh, well, speaking of Evolve, uh, interesting news now. They're going to partner with uh, NXT and 205 Live, so they're going to feature nice. NXT talent and 205 Live talent too, so cool, cool little partnership yeah, there with Evolve nice. Wrestling. 
But uh, Bear Brown recently uh, was over at Evolve. Oh yeah, that's true. He's um, doing big things, dude. Oh yeah, he's always doing. Dude, big he things. just had a match with Pentagon Junior. Really? Yes. I bet you it was amazing. I'm sure it was. Okay. Let's see. All right. I'll just look for something else. Okay, so that's the that's what we have here so far for NXT TakeOver War Games. Look, uh, Survivor Series looks like it might suck. Survivor I mean, Series has a chance to be good. I mean, obviously... Um, I'm looking forward to that Undisputed Era versus Pete Dunne, Ricochet, and War Raiders match. That's a War Games match, by oh, the I mean, way. I mean, come on, dude. NXT is going to do what they do. Yeah, they always do. But Survivor Series... Also, Shayna Baszler and Kari Sane is two out of three falls for the NXT Women's Championship as well. Kari Sane, how you doing? How you doing, uh, Kari? I mean, it's up in the air what kind of match we're going to get with Ronda and Becky. Yeah. Um, we know what we're probably going to get with Brock and AJ. We've seen that already. Right, right. Uh, Shinsuke and Seth, uh, man, those two dudes could put on a... Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the match Seth, of the in night. my opinion, if we're talking... Uh, you know, because we're we're getting close to the end of the year, so we're gonna have our end of the year awards. If we're talking strictly WWE as far as the wrestler of the year, oh, man, I, Rollins is in the running. You're going Rollins so far, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. unless something crazy happens in the last month and a half of the year, but Rollins, man, has been the, not AJ Styles' long ass title reign. I mean, look, AJ Styles has had a tremendous reign, but. Let's be honest. It's it hasn't been as exciting as it should be until it got to some. You know, he started feuding with Samoa Joe. Yeah, but could that be more of a creative thing right there? The way they booked yeah. him and Sinsuke. Yeah, I mean, in a way. But as far as the the matches that you know they put on, I give it to Rollins. <laughs> I still remember you. Okay, you got to go back. I got to find out what episode this is. But classic quote from Patrick was when 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 the whole program started with. Uh, Sinsuke and AJ, we were so pumped up. Yeah, and then we had we were a few matches in, and we were getting tired of the whole thing. And then Patrick's like, "Man, we were hoping they would." Uh, <laughs> what was it? Some uh, some other balls, maybe. Or? Yeah, you were like, you were like, man, uh, what was oh, it? Tara was, they they yes. would tear the house down, but said they just tear each other's balls <laughs> up. Because they kept low blow, they yes. just like a low blow yes. fest. I mean, it was just tearing each other's balls up. Instead of tearing the house down, they're tearing each, other, they're tearing each other's balls up. I mean, that that's all that's hilarious. all they were doing for a little while. So, so, funny. so yeah, they kind of ruined that feud. But you know, hey, whatever. They didn't ask me, so. But yeah, no, they did not. But yeah, so that's what's happening uh, for Survivor Series coming up. Yeah, uh, next weekend in War Games. So it should be a fun weekend next weekend to mm-hmm. be a, a wrestling fan. Oh, and speaking of next weekend, the seventeenth, Full Throttle Wrestling returns to Southwest Louisiana. Oh yeah. With heavyweight champion Tim Storm Ooh. versus Moonshine Mantel. Ooh, and that's Saturday? That's Saturday, son. Oh, I'll try to make it, but it's college football, so mm-hmm. you know how that goes. Yep. Uh, all right, let's talk about the PWI Women's 100. Yes. Uh, the PWI came out with a Women's 100 list. You have the list there. Mm-hmm. I think I saw the list, and they disrespected somebody. <laughs> There's one person they just dis- straight up disrespected. Or did they? They did. Okay. They 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 disrespect. <laughs> and now if it's the same list I'm thinking of, uh just uh, quickly you have the list up right now? Yes, we're going to go over the top 10. Okay. Well, let's uh, start at number 10. And then we'll talk about your snub. Okay, yeah, well, let's go start start at number 10, let's go to number 1. Number 10, Kari Sane. Okay. Uh number 9, you see, and this is it's a Japanese wrestler, Maui Awatani. I don't know who that and is. And Maui Awatani is signed to World Wonder Ring Stardom promotion in Japan. 
Well, she's, she's 25, and there is a match, a 37-minute match with her and Io Shirai on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. That is absolutely amazing. You got to awesome. go watch it. Yeah. But I say, if she's in the top 10, she got to be pretty good. Yeah. Io Shirai's pretty good, too, because I watched her match with Tony Storm in the Mae Young Classic Final. Great match. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Nia Jax. Okay. Number seven, your girl, Carmella. Exactly. Okay. It was written all over your face. Yeah. Number six, Shannon Baszler. Okay. Uh, number five, Oscar. Okay. Too low? Just right? Oscar too low? No, that's about right. Just right? Uh, number four, Io Shirai. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. I've seen Io Shirai wrestle in the Mae Young Classic. I'm okay yeah, with I that. Yeah, I know, but this is if this is a kayfabe list, she's just getting into the, na- to the world spotlight here. She's been tucked away in Japan. She's at number four. I don't know. I, that's the thing. Like when they make these lists, it's like, is it kayfabe? Is it legit? Like, no, I, yeah, the PWI confuses. list is kayfabe. So she's been in some small promotions. Why is she number four? Keep going with the list. Okay, there's number still a name you have not said yet that I do not expect to hear the next three. So number three, the Queen. Mm-hmm. Number two, Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. Too high. Alexa Bliss, too high. Yeah. Number two, over the Queen. Yeah, I'd put the Queen over Alexa. Yeah. As far as like as far as wrestling ability, yeah, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd I'd have Charlotte in the top two or three. Yeah, and number one, Hot Rod See Ronda Rousey. I don't agree with Ronda being number one. That's how you know this is a kayfabe list. Uh, there's a name in there that should be in there. Becky mm-hmm. Lynch. I think she's at number eleven. Number eleven. Yeah, number eleven. She uh she definitely needs to be higher than Carmella. Now she's Peter, the freaking smack. First of all, if this is a kayfabe list. This is the, she's the freaking SmackDown Women's Champion. Exactly. Why is she not in the top ten? Carmella, granted, she was SmackDown Women's Champion for a little bit. Um, and Io Shirai, like, like I said, she's a good wrestler. A force too high. She'd be. She should be in the top ten if it's a. I mean, she was just in the May Young Classic. She just got signed to NXT. Why is she number four? Yeah, and then Tony Storm beat her. So, um, so PWI was getting a lot of heat on Twitter. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, they <laughs> so they sent out this tweet. FYI, the eleva- uh, the evaluation period for the Women's 100 is October 1, 2017 mm-hmm. to September 30, 2018. And Ronda Rousey wasn't even here. She didn't even wrestle for half of that time. Well, she has the premier belt for the premier brand. So does Becky Lynch. So why is she at well, 11? Well, I mean, granted, SmackDown is the second tier mm, brand yeah, name. Well, a lot of folks of will WWE. disagree. A lot of folks will disagree with you. But you know, you know what I'm saying. Raw is I know the flagship. It, I, I know what you're saying. But that, but it's not going to be the flagship for long because when Fox takes over, yeah, well, with SmackDown, SmackDown will be the premier. Show, Suck on gar- that USA guaranteed. Network. So, uh, yeah, but the fact that Becky Lynch is not in the top ten is a is a is stupid. Yeah. Pretty much, she was nipping at the heels. I don't of care. The top she, 10. She, she needs to be. She should be in the top five. <laughs> We're talking kayfabe. Put Becky Lynch in the freaking top five. Yeah. Why? Why is Becky Lynch Io Shir- lower I, than Shayna Baszler? Yeah, she, a she, developmental she, brand she, she champion. Should, she should not be lower than Shayna Baszler. She should not be lower than Nia Jax. She should not be lower than Carmella. She should not be lower than Io Shirai or a chick from the World Wonder Ring Stardom promotion. And now, Have you ever heard of that promotion? I mean, granted, she's bad to the bone. That was a great match, mm-hmm. but uh, come on, man. I don't know. That's why. That that's kind of why I don't like these lists. We need to reach out to Mike Johnson. That's kind of why I don't like these lists because, like, it's kayfabe. Like, give me a list of like legit. Okay, these are the best wrestlers right now. Like, shoot wrestlers. Okay, that's what I want to see. I don't want this kayfabe crap and no. mm-hmm. don't like it. 
Notice no ROH or Impact wrestlers in the top ten. That's another thing. Like they probably have some great wrestlers in those two promotions, and like like Tennille, mm-hmm. you know, in Ring of Honor, Tennille's good. I like yeah. Tennille, and I mean now, Tessa Blanchard is almost unbeatable in Impact right now. Mm-hmm. Why is she not in the top ten? Uh, that's the thing. Um, that's why I don't like these lists. Like Tessa Blanchard could be like one of those chicks, like in Lucha Underground, fighting dudes and winning. That's why I don't like these lists. <laughs> Like I said, uh, but, you know, it's something to talk about, something to debate about. Why isn't Sexy Star in here in the top ten? She fights dudes. Who? Sexy Star. Sexy Star, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess they're not, I guess they're, 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 you know, the Ring of Honors and the impacts of the world, just an afterthought for PWI. No love for Lucha Underground either. Nope. All right, so that's what, uh, you know, what's happened with the PWI Women's uh, 100 there. Yes. All right, the next thing we're going to talk about, apparently a new picture has (laughs) surfaced of Big Cass. Did you see this? I did. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. It's all over uh, Reddit. I wonder how much you got paid to do this promotion. Probably a solid, say a solid, solid amount. I mean, enough to, for him to get off his butt and go out there. Well, I mean, what else is he going to do, though? I don't know. I'm sure. I'm I mean, sure. He's got to wrestle. He's probably made a decent amount of money in WWE just to kind of live uh, off of for a little while. I'm but. surprised Ring of Honor or Impact hasn't reached out to him yet. But maybe they've seen pictures like this and they're like, holy crap. Well, anyways, yeah, if you haven't seen the picture yet, it's on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Yeah. And let's just say right off the bat that um, just as the caption says, it says, Big Cass is apparently eating his WWE release blues away. Yeah, Look at those memories. And I hate, and you know, it, and it kind of sucks because everybody's now giving them crap on, you know, you're fat, this and that. Look at I'm those like, pepperoni nipples. I know, and I, I just, I'm not going to sit here and bash the dude, you know, I mean... The dude oh, lost me. his dream job and his dream girl. Like, Believe me, I'm the last person to call somebody fat. But pepperoni nipples? I mean, you can get away with pepperoni nipples, you know. I don't remember him having pepperoni nipples in WWE. How does I, that change? I, I don't know. I really don't. Do you remember having him, him having pep nips in WWE? I, no, if I remember right, they were actually kind of small. I don't yeah. know why we're talking about Big Cass's nipples right now. You smoking but... a lot of weed? I don't know. What's going on here? <laughs> Is that what that does to you? Makes your nipples big? Well, it makes your breasts grow. Mm-hmm. Well, some some of them girls. I know some girls out there might even want, want to get on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like he, he's definitely not in shape like he was in WWE. Uh, somebody was talking about maybe he's just trying to like you know bulk up to where he get when he starts you know really working out. He'll you know have a lot more muscle. I guess. Yeah, but I'm like he, he's lost all his muscle tone in his arms too. Look at that. I know. Yeah, he ain't got much in his arms. Mm-mm. It's like but, he was just sitting at home. Yeah, well, he probably was. We hadn't seen him around. It's the first Using time. waiter, just getting food at home, just sitting uh, down on the I couch. guess so, trying to find him a new Carmella or something. I don't know. Nah, he ain't going to get it looking like that. No, he won't. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he probably, like I said, if he got some money, he can he can make something work. Got biggest belly button is. Make something shake here. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> well, I hope, you know, hey, it sucks what happened to him, but, you know, hey. Uh, <clears throat> well, I mean, hey, you live, you learn. Because, man, at one time, him and Enzo, man, they were, like, the hottest tag team in WWE. And You know, I mean, you get hot on the indie scene, he can come back. Yeah, he could. Just be like, be like, look, I made mistakes in the past, I talked to my politics, and I've learned. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm just going to shut up and do my job. Mm-hmm. I mean, why wouldn't they hire Yeah, he's back? still pretty young, too, so. I mean, there's so many stars dropping like flies right now to WWE. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, obviously they're not gonna, they're not going to shape they're not going to sign him like this when him shaped like a bowl of jello. No, certainly not. 
with pepperoni nibbles. Yeah, I know. It's unbelievable, but hey, you know. It is what it is, you know. Hopefully, he'll. Um, I'm sure he'll shake back. You know, he, he, he says he's probably been on. He's probably been on hard times. I wonder if we could reach out and he'll go on the. Um, he'll go on the low carb diet with me, and we'll like Skype and stuff like that. Be each other's accountability partners, or he could just be a guest on our on our show. Maybe. Yeah, that that'd too. be cool. Dude, I want I, I just ask him about Carmelo the whole he's, time. He's indie now. You yeah. want to reach out? Do you want to? If you think you can, you know. Let's, okay, we're gonna reach out. Didn't we interview him? Wait, no, no. Okay. That was a while back before we started the podcast. Somebody here, I think, interviewed him. Oh, was that Eric T? I don't know if it was Eric T. I can't remember. Because you had Jason Jordan, right? I had Jason Jordan. No, he had Chad Gable. Oh. But there, there was a year before that, they got one of our guys to interview Enzo Amore. And I, I want to say they gave another, I don't remember if they gave another guy a big cast or not. I Enzo would have been fun. Enzo, they uh, we you, there was a guy that worked here. He interviewed Enzo a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember though. It's a long time ago. I want to interview Simon Gotch and just we'll that'd just, be a we'll, good. He'd be a good interview. <clears throat> we'll just have like an like a twenty minute long Enzo bashing session. Oh yeah, he, he, so he would love funny. that. He'll do it for twenty hours if he could. <laughs> so all right, so yeah, the big cast picture. It's all over the internet. And you now he's truly big cast. Yeah, he's he's mega cast now. <laughs> Or as they say, oh, somebody, well, big carb or somebody called it. <laughs> <laughs> big carb. Yeah, that's, what, <laughs> that's perfect. Oh, yeah. It was, it was I wonder stuff. what he's, um, obviously, Big Cass has to be owned by WWE. I wonder what he's calling himself like on the indie scene. I think his real name's Colin Cassidy, I think, or something. I oh, really? Know. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see what his real name is here. I wanted what? to say it was, because that was his like real. Well, then that would be good. Yeah, it's Colin Cassidy. Uh, big cash. Yeah, see, his real name, birth name is oh no, William Morrissey. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> William <laughs> Dang Morrissey. It. I wonder if he could go by Colin Cassidy. Uh, I don't know. Or maybe his new name should be Big Mass. Yeah, Big Mass. Yeah, that's, that's also <laughs> Big Mass. On August second, Big Time Wrestling announced that Morrissey, now known as Big Cass, or later changed to Big C. Uh, after his 90-day no-compete clause with it. So, so he's calling himself Big C? I guess so, Big C. And it, like he spelled it Big Caz, like C-A-Z-Z. Ah, I see what he's doing there. Yeah. That's like when Taz uh, went from ECW to WWE. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he changed the spelling of Taz. Yep, you're right. Um, Yeah, we wish him well. Uh, I wonder if Teddy could book him. I'm gonna have to get with FTW management. We'll see if we can get Big Caz, yeah. the two Z's down big here. Big C, baby, Big C. Get the Big C in the building. All right, so let's move on now to this new segment. Well, yes, you got. What's the big secret? So I don't know. This is your thing. So yeah, you know, take it away. and See where you yeah. go with this. It's a new segment we like to call "What's the Big Secret," where. I let Patrick know I have a segment that I want to get his reaction on, but I don't tell him what it is because I want his real first reaction. Now, I know you've already seen this. Maybe. And, I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, maybe. And I know that you're going to have a passionate take on this. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to know. Okay. All right. So I first heard about it from Sports Illustrated. I think I know where you're going with this now. Yeah. On his podcast. I know where you're going with Stone this Stone Cold Steve Austin mm-hmm. has dropped drinking beer what did you think well uh i my first thought was my childhood is officially over now uh (laughs) stone cold no longer drinks alcohol um 
I was very surprised. It was kind of shocking to me, yeah. to say the least. But there's Michelob Ultra out there, stone cold. But uh, you know what I read too? I, I read. I don't know how legit this is. Apparently, he started using medical marijuana. Okay, that's better. I mean, yeah, at his age, and you know, he's been doing DDP yoga, so he's trying to. Yep. And apparently, he looks pretty good. I mean, he looked pretty good at Raw twenty five. That's why he's probably said in his podcast he's feeling much better because I'm pretty sure if he's using medical, medical marijuana, he's using the one with the high CBD count. Mm-hmm. So his pain is totally gone. Dude. Oh yeah, and of course you know, you and the, he's the, high the, as hell. You know, yeah, you know, he had the neck issue and all that stuff. That's kind of what made him retire. But yeah, I was very shocked. Um, <laughs> Couldn't believe it. You know, I never thought I'd see the day Stone Cold Steve Austin wouldn't drink alcohol, which makes me believe now we'll never see him on WWE television, at least drinking beer so, ever again. But could it be just passing blunts, maybe? I mean, I Since don't know. He's on the medical marijuana? Now? I mean, I don't know. Maybe one day he'll be on his podcast. If he, you know, does it out in California, he might be passing it around. Like when he had like like two cans of beers and chugging them, he just has two blunts and he's just puffing them. Yeah, he's like taking the two blunts and hitting them together, <laughs> and, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. just smoking them. But uh, hey, look, I smoking you know at you his him. age, uh, you know we. It's better to have Stone Cold Steve Austin around a lot longer, yeah. whether he's wrestling or not. So, yeah, dude, I'm a believer in the CBD. I'm glad you said that. Uh, go ahead, Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah. So he said he's on a new diet regimen. Now I don't know if that was legit or not, but I did read somewhere that apparently he was doing. He oh, was he's using- living in L.A. now. He's in California. He's yeah. on the medical marijuana. I'm, I'm guessing he is. I don't know. Uh, Just because you live there, don't mean you're on it. Oh, come on. But he could be. He he's could smoking be. that Obama Kush. He's smoking the Girl Scout cookies. Maybe he is. I mean, he's, he's in all that. Hey, if he is, let him. Hey, have at the him. The OG man. Kush. Have at it, man. All of it. You're in California, have at it, man. Yeah, you could do that over there. Not like over here, but um, so he's on a new diet regimen that uh, he's got to stick strictly to his macros, which beer would destroy that. Oh yeah. So I'm wondering if <laughs> we could see him chugging Odul's. At a WWE event, no, he would that just uh, be corny? Oh yeah, just <laughs> just eliminate it. Like you don't even have to have him drinking beer. But uh, that's the thing, you know. He's he's obviously you know retired. The only time we've seen him on WWE TV was Raw twenty five. Mm-hmm. You know, he has nothing. You know, he has no reason to go back to WWE and be on TV for any particular reason. Oh wait, so. Triple H just tweeted this out. Triple H Stone Cold main event at Survivor Series. <laughs> what? No, it's playing. No, although apparently you know he's because I did read something where like you know he's been doing DDP yoga and like he's yeah. very flexible now. Yeah. So like he's pro like honestly, if it wasn't for his neck injury, you know, with the, his new change of stuff, he. I mean, he sh- I wouldn't be surprised if he could go move around, and do a couple moves in the ring. He I, says he feels like he could be a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is somebody cutting some splits or something? Yeah. You say he's that flexible. Yeah, DDP yeah. yoga will do that to you. So you know, just what, but I'm you know I'm glad he's uh you know making the the better decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be worse. He could be you know like big cast eating everything and you yeah. know getting getting chunky. You know, well so. hey, he's if he's smoking a lot of reefer, he better yeah. choose the reefer that doesn't make you hungry or just eat before you smoke, bro. No, it will still give you. Then you'll eat twice. Uh, well, yeah, well, Stone, well, I don't know how. I mean, There's this one strain called Durban Poison. It's got but, this uh, ingredient Stone, in it. I'm sure Stone Cold can afford to eat. That kills your appetite. Good. He probably just, you know what he probably does? He'll probably just throw a bunch of, you know, steaks on, some filet mignons on the grill and just yeah, chomp down on Yeah, keep it low card, that. baby. Yeah, chomp down on that, man. That's eat probably, three chickens, you ain't gaining nothing. No, I'm sure I'm sure his diet is, you know, he's, uh, yeah, he, he, he 
He, he's got to figure it out, I'm sure. I would love to talk to Stone Cold while he is absolutely baked. That would be awesome. Yes. I'm hoping that, like, you know, he'll, because I don't ever, I've never, I mean, I've listened to his podcast before, haven't really listened to it lately, but would love to see it. And, you know, like Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan mm-hmm. smokes and gets high on his podcast. If mm-hmm. Stone Cold would do the same thing on his, that'd be well, I think, I think funny. Stone Cold's got sponsors on his, right? Yeah. I don't probably. think he can do that. No, he ain't going to do that. They Joe, because Joe Rogan, I don't think Joe Rogan has any sponsors. No, he can't. He's too controversial. Yeah, he just yeah, because he just does it live on YouTube. I don't I don't know if he makes money off of that or oh, dude, yeah, YouTube's maybe. gonna look the other way. I'm about to say yeah, YouTube. Will yeah, once you get short. to a certain point, YouTube will look the other way. Oh yeah, so but yes, yeah, Stone Cold no longer drinking alcohol. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's never thought I'd see the day, but here we are. <laughs> when I, when I told my son that, he was like, "Wait, who again, Dad?" Uh, I was like, he was like he couldn't even process it. I was like, Stone Cold doesn't drink beer anymore. Never thought you'd see the day, but the day has arrived, folks. <laughs> All right, let's go to Rumor Mill now. Yes. Uh, the first thing in Rumor Mill is some uh, something about Braun Strowman. You know, he lost to Brock Lesnar at Crown Jewel, and there was some speculation as to why he's not been given a, you know, a, a title, having been given a title run yet. So this is what WrestlingNews.co has uh, by Paul Davis. Coming out of Friday's Crown Jewel show, one of the biggest stories is Brock Lesnar winning the Universal title. Another story coming out of that match was how they booked Lesnar to destroy Strowman. Uh, let me go ahead and... Okay, Mike Johnson provided some interesting news on a recent PW Insider show that might put some of this into perspective. This is what he said. One of the things I heard from multiple people were talking for different people. There are times where Strowman is negligent when it comes to showing up on time. He uh, he has a reputation at times for leaving a little early, and sometimes he makes mistakes in terms of etiquette in the backstage locker room. Sometimes, as one person put it, he's his own worst enemy and his own his worst advocate. They would be high on him just when he gets to the point where you th- would think uh, the next step is putting him into the center piece position for the company then something happens and he makes some sort of misstep backstage and people within management kind of cool on him and they take a step back now he also followed up i believe on uh, saw something on reddit um you know because a lot of people were thinking well maybe he has heat with you know the you know with with officials backstage which is apparently not the case because mike johnson came back out and said for those who have written us vince mcmahon is not mad at braun Strowman. no braun Strowman does not have heat backstage with wwe management uh nor did pw insider report that and this is uh the bottom this is the bottom line he put so again braun is not dealing with any heat he's not being booked to be punished for anything and like everyone else who goes out and performs in a wrestling ring he deserves better than to have stories that aren't rooted in reality reported about him the company deserves better (laughs) than to see those stories out there and i would feel the same thing no matter who the talent or promotion involved was while pwinsider.com is not responsible for the story that has spread over the last several days i personally felt it Important enough to clear the air. I'm doing so. Hopefully this sucks the oxygen out of the room in order to stamp out the false story that has been spreading at Strowman's expense. I normally try to make it a policy to ignore incorrect material credited to myself or PW Insider, but given that this false story arose out of an incorrect framing of my actual comments, I am making an exception. Thank you for reading and your support of PWInsider.com. Mike Johnson's a dude, man. I love that guy. Yeah, so he... uh, so, you know, while Strowman may have some etiquette issues backstage, it's not really garnering any heat backstage. So he's not in trouble with any officials or anything. 
they're just hoping that, you know, because he shows up, despite the fact that he might show up a little late and stuff, he shows up, does what he got to do, and he goes home. So, but... But, but, I mean, that could also cause some heat and resentment with the boys, too. It could, because, you know, a lot of people are like, why are you putting it on on Lesnar? He doesn't show up half the time, you know, but that's Lesnar's contract. You got to understand this. Lesnar's contract says you can he only can can show up a certain amount of dates per year. Because they're paying him grip. Yeah, whereas Braun... can afford him. Whereas Braun... You know, kind of has to show up every week, you know, because under his contract, he's mm-hmm. full time, yeah. so to speak. So, but, you know, and they're, they're, they want to put the champion on somebody, <laughs> the champion, excuse me, I got the hiccups now. I want to put the championship on somebody who is going to be the first one to arrive, you know, last one to leave, kind of like a locker room leader. And I feel like they don't think Braun is ready to be that locker room leader yet. Because, of course, we, you know, Roman was the guy, and Roman was going to probably hold that belt until maybe WrestleMania 35. So it's still a little too early, I think, for them that they've wanted to put the belt on Braun, which is why they gave it back to Brock. So it'll be that much better when somebody finally takes it off of Brock, uh, in my opinion. So that's just kind of what the deal is. If folks were wondering why did Braun not beat Lesnar, because I thought for sure Braun was going to beat Brock, but apparently uh, just a few little minor missteps backstage that is not really jeopardizing his career with WWE, but just jeopardized uh, you know, him getting an earlier title run than they really wanted to give him. So, and I think it's also a case of Vince McMahon loves not giving the WWE universe what they want. Mm-hmm. And people want Strowman with the straps so bad, he's going to make you wait for it. Oh, yeah. Be a slow burn to where he when he gets the belt, like it's going to be such an epic moment. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, people are going to be like, "Oh my god, finally!" It's about time, and it'd be like a huge pop. Yeah, we thought we may have gotten it for a SummerSlam, but that was he was denied. Yeah. So all right, uh, on to the next one now. Is that Alexa Bliss? Yes, okay. Alexa Bliss. Yeah, speaking of Mike Johnson and PWI, um, and like you alluded to before, it's been uh, rumored that not only is there one concussion a concern for Alexa Bliss, is that she's had multiple uh, concussions in the last few months. So word is, is that it's worse than they were thinking, and she may not return to in-ring action for a while. They're thinking about making, apparently... Uh, the rumor is they're thinking about making her uh, some kind of on-air figure, but not an in-ring performer. I mean, it's possible because she's great on the mic. She's probably uh, got the best mic skills of any woman in WWE because she's that girl. You know, she's the true heel. She'll kind of get you rooting, cheering for her, and then boom, she'll just drop a just rip your heart out of your your yeah. chest. So. Um, yeah, I mean, she's very valuable just as an on-air character, not even wrestling. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, you know, she's a good wrestler, but she's just as valuable just being there, if not more valuable than she is wrestling in the ring, in my opinion. She's just right. a uh, a great character, great character. Yeah, and and not, it, not to mention she's great to look at. Right, and the thing with her is she's so tiny. Like, obviously, you know, she's getting thrown around by much bigger women. Only so much a body can take. Oh, yeah. And, you know, concussions, that's something, you know, WWE obviously doesn't want to play around with. You know, of course, they couldn't clear Daniel Bryan for however long it is they didn't clear him for because of concussions. And they had the big concussion lawsuit mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So they don't. They, this is something they don't want to play around with. And, you right. know, this is one of their top women stars. So if they can, you know, 
preserve her for a later time and date, then they're going to do that. Exactly. But they're still going to obviously still use her. Like they did with Daniel Bryan. You know, he was under contract. Well, hey, let's put him as, as SmackDown GM. So, any, you know, SmackDown GM for a little while. They won't even have to do that with Alexa Bliss. But they do the same thing with Paige, you know. Yeah. Paige got hurt. Granted, I don't know if it was a concussion or not, but she's, you know, SmackDown GM. So mm-hmm. um, they'll, they'll find some stuff to do with uh, with Alexa Bliss, no doubt. Right. And I tell you what. Uh, oh, wait, no. This is from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Chris Jericho was apparently paid one hundred grand for doing his greatest Royal Rumble appearance earlier this year. Is that a slap in the face, dude? If you're Chris Jericho, a hundred G's when you hear like these seven figure payouts that Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker and well, Kane de- are getting to well, go to Crown Jewel. Well, it depends because yeah, that is kind of a slap in the face to Jericho, no matter what. But a hundred grand for one night's work. Eh, you know, uh, but these dudes were getting paid for one night's work as well. Well, this happened at Crown Jewel. Obviously, we're talking about we're going back to you know Greatest Royal Rumble, where the payouts may not have been as much um, as the Crown Jewel payouts. Now, granted, Chris Jericho was also in the Greatest Royal Rumble match. He didn't have like a one on one or anything mm-hmm. like that, so he played a uh, a smaller role, so to speak. In you know, because there was forty nine other guys in the Greatest Royal Rumble match, whereas he wasn't. You know. A one in a one on one main event, you know, like the Undertaker came. Plus, I, I believe that the Saudi Arabians specifically requested they want to see, you know, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and um, Kane and the Undertaker. So, so it's the prince's fault that Triple H snapped his peck. Uh, probably so. Yeah, it Way is to the, go, the Crown, Crown prince. prince. Yeah, Crown Prince. Uh, yeah, somebody made a meme uh, online and it said so it was a meme. It was him and McMahon taking a picture together. And uh, they they showed the crown prince asking Vince, "Can you induct uh, Chris Benoit into the Hall of Fame?" And Vince like, "How much?" Says a million. Done. And they showed like the picture of Chris Benoit Hall of Fame inductee and all that oh, stuff. No. It's kind of funny. That'll never happen. But uh, yeah. So it it just, it depends on what everybody else got paid. Mm-hmm. You know, at the Greatest Royal Rumble because like I said, the payouts may have been a little bit different. May have been less. Uh, they because they might have paid less for the greatest Royal Rumble because it was the first event. Whereas they say, like, "All right, hey, we loved it. Let's we're gonna pay you more to come back." But then they signed a ten year uh, event or a ten event deal with Saudi Arabia, so they got eight more events. Apparently, they're gonna do yeah. in Saudi Arabia down the line. I don't know when, I don't know where, but that's uh. So that's this what makes the word me is. wonder what like Hurricane Shane Helms and like Rey Mysterio made for this event. Because I would have to levy that against what they made. Well, Hurricane too. Helms wasn't. No, Hurricane Helms wasn't in the uh, Greatest Royal Rumble. He wasn't. He was in the actual Royal Rumble. Oh, okay. But Rey Mysterio was there. Yes. Okay. Uh, Rey Mysterio was there for both of them. So, um, so it'd be interesting to see what Mysterio made, and then I can, I guess, make a more informed, yeah, uh, decision. If one hundred, like I said, hundred grand, and I was saying bad, but you know, if everybody else was getting paid, you know. A million or so, then yeah, it's a little bit of a slap in the face to Jericho. Yeah. That's probably why he didn't go the second time around. Exactly. But yeah. All right, final thing in Rumor Mill. Apparently, uh, you know, we got the the Dean and Seth feud, but where could that feud, you know, what kind of turn could that feud be taken? Yeah, shout out to Marcus for sending this to us. Uh, there's a video on YouTube from Wrestling News Now, and it lays out some great points about where the storyline of Seth and Dean like you said, could be going. So, obviously, Seth wants to know why Dean turned, and Dean won't tell him. Apparently, there's been some rumblings that Creative is coming up with a program with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose 
with the focus being that Dean found out that Seth Rollins and Renee Young were having an affair behind his back. Oh, that would be very interesting. And there's a possibility that also in the storyline, Renee's going to be pregnant and she doesn't know who the father is. Damn, that would be yeah. That'd be kind of crazy. That'd be a certainly a a crazy twist to that feud. Something that uh, I don't know if they've ever done a like a, a an angle like that. Like, dude, if this is like real, especially where all three, you know, you have the two guys and a girl, where all three were WWE talents, you know. Yeah, if the, if well, I mean, you had Edge and Matt Hardy and Lita, but they weren't married. Mm, yeah, they weren't married. Uh, so this is a little but Edge was married. <laughs> but and but also, but anyways, dude, this could save WWE. It could because they've been so milk toast lately, so generic. This would inject some some pretty good stuff. Yeah, into, they, into yeah, their this, TV program. This view could put some life into the into, into Monday Night Raw for dude. sure. And especially if you get Renee involved, because Rise of Right Now, like you know, you know, I notice a lot of times, like when they do in the Dean Seth feud segments, uh, Renee's not saying too much. That's exactly what uh, what this guy was speculating in here mm-hmm. is that the rumors why she's being quiet is she doesn't want to lead on to the fact that there's like that she is the reason for what's going on. She doesn't want. The mm-hmm. WWE universe to look poorly on her as a use a hoe. Yeah, use a hoe. But uh, obviously, it's all kayfabe. But uh, it would be a very interesting twist. Yeah, to uh, to that feud for sure. Then most definitely, absolutely. He almost told him last Raw. Like you could see him just like you know fixing to say it, but they're like you said earlier, they're slow burning it. Yeah, certainly it, w- it would be a very interesting feud. And yes. uh, oh, I know what I was gonna say. Uh, <clears throat> I, at some point, I was hoping they'd get Renee involved because when Roman made his announcement, you know, she's like, "Hey, you know, my husband Dean." Like so, on television, she's admitted. Dean is her husband, so, you know, but then again, WWE, they're famous for thinking we all have, you know, short-term memory, so mm-hmm. we're going to forget about that. No, we have not forgotten about that, yeah. so uh, we'll see where it goes. Right. All right, I think that's, that's yeah, all man, we got, that, right? that's all we got. Uh, let me double-check here. Yeah, that's it, man. We are uh, done for the 51st episode for of, uh, of The Average Marks. Very cool. It is Veterans Day. Big shout-out to all the veterans out there. Thank you for your service. We appreciate you. Love every one of you. Check out our Collar and Elbow product of the week. It is the Sarge shirt. It's a black shirt with Collar and Elbow in camo. It's really, really cool. And you can get 10% off that shirt at CollarAndElbowBrand.com if you put in the promo code at checkout, the average marks. Wherever you're listening to us, make sure you subscribe. You put a rating and you put a comment letting people know what you think about the average marks because that's going to be whether it's iHeartRadio, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Google Podcasts, whether it's iTunes. That's going to put us in their algorithm and get us suggested to other brands. Oh, no, not other brands. Other wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. And uh, that will help build our brand. Maybe that's what I was trying to say. Hell yeah. Also, check us out averagemarks.com. Support the show. Amazon. Holidays are coming up. You know you're going to be shopping Amazon. It's a great way to help support the show without actually giving money to the show. No money will come out of your pocket extra. You just buy all your Christmas gifts from our link at averagemarks.com under the support the show tag. If you got a wrestling uh, fan that's a family member or a friend and you want to get this some cool wrestling stuff, just click our highspots.com link. 
they do the same thing. They're going to donate a percentage of the sale back to the average marks. It's easy peasy, uh, lemon squeezy. Absolutely. All right, Patrick. Got any closing thoughts? Outro. There you go. You've been listening to the Average Marks Podcast, a Lake Area Media LLC production. The views and opinions expressed in this show are those of Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry and are not affiliated with any wrestling promotion or company. Follow The Average Marks on Twitter and subscribe to us on iTunes. For all Average Marks links, news, and free podcasts, visit AverageMarks.com. Average Marks.